Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where cash flow is king. Real estate investing, the means, so you can enjoy your retirement dreams. This is the show where we cut right to the chase. No sales pitch, no long monologues, just simple how-to real estate investing advice, so you can earn the passive income you need to enjoy your retirement today. And now, your host and chief old dog, Bill Manasero. Dogs, and welcome to Fun Facts Friday. This is our once a week, only on Friday show, where we have special episodes not featuring guests, where I will share tricks, tips, terminology, and techniques that will help skyrocket you to real estate investing success. Today's topic is best real estate investments during inflationary times. Well, before we get started, I just wanted to, uh, again, yeah, I like to just, I don't know, I, I just like to connect with you guys and hopefully make this a little bit more of a personal podcast, even though I can't hear back from you unless you write to me, and, and you're more than welcome to do that anytime, but uh, I just, uh, just want to connect with you. I know uh, real estate investing can have its challenges, especially if you're just getting started. But you know, overall, I think uh, I think it's still uh, a good time to invest. I think, yeah, you look at prices and you go, "Gosh, it's just it's just really high." But there are great ways to lo- look for off uh, off market properties, and uh, I also think that there are um, you know, creative ways to work with the uh, you know the high priced properties that we have out there. And again, it depends where you are. There's certain parts of the Midwest right now where prices are actually uh, coming down. And uh, you just have to be able to do your homework and research and uh, go online and and uh, even use some of the common platforms like Zillow or Realtor.com uh, to look where, uh, you know, Prices are declining um, in uh, offering from the original offering price, and uh, it might give an indication of areas that might uh, might have some opportunities. Again, you look for something that you know that hopefully has some uh, the other components, though. So, you know, good population growth, strong economy, those types of things on a, on a regional basis that you have to look for. But uh, anyway, just I'm wishing you the best and hoping you guys are, are doing well. Let's move on to our topic, best real estate investments during inflationary times. Now, everyone is talking about inflation these days, right? Knowing that products and services you buy are going to cost more can be frightening, especially if if you're locked into an income that doesn't keep pace with inflation. Paying more for toothpaste may be the least of your worries as retirement accounts take the biggest hit when the value of the dollar decreases. So, First off, let's take a look at inflation. Inflation is an average increase in the prices for a collection of goods and services in a given economy over a set period of time, usually calculated by year. Essentially, it's the decrease in the purchasing power of the dollar over time. Taking what used to be an average uh, a while back here, 1.8 inflation, you're probably going, gee, I wish we could have that again, right? The $400 washing machine you bought last year will likely cost you an estimated 7.20 today in that kind of inflation. While that may not seem like much when you add up cost for all your purchases, including groceries, gas, phone bills, etc., over a year, you'll have a 
much higher number and higher cost for goods over time. But as we are experiencing inflation estimated to be between 6 and 9% right now, it's a much it has a much bigger impact. It's important to note that inflation is not appreciation. Uh, that may be a big duh for most of you out there, but an appreciation rate as it relates to real estate is the increase of a property's value over time. With appreciation values, uh, value does not increase in relation to currency. It increases based on demand. You can have scenarios where a home appreciates more than the inflationary rate, and alternatively, you can have it depreciate at an inflationary in an inflationary economy as well. So, how does it affect real estate? Well, probable positives during times of high inflation are rising prices for rental property rates. Now, those of you that have been able to increase your rate, your rental rates, know that that is true. During high inflationary times, it can be difficult to get a mortgage uh, that that affects real estate investing. Uh, high cost mortgage rates mean buyers have less purchasing power, so many continue to rent. So uh, again, with not only a high, high price right now for price of a new home, but uh, you know rent's going up. A lot of people want to just stay where they are and try to hold on to the rent that they have. In other words, um, you can also, <laughs> inflation can create a longer term st- uh, stay for your tenants. Um, the surge in demand results in increased rates, which is great for landlords. And while appreciation in in a distinct and separate market analysis in general, housing prices tend to rise in an inflationary economy. Now we have that, but that that really I think is, is triggered primarily by demand and shortages of supply. Our real estate has intrinsic value. People need to have roofs over their head regardless of the value of their currency. If you're able to offer for private mortgages, you'll likely have a line out the door. Potential negatives for a real estate investor in inflationary times is the increased cost of borrowing debt. To make sure the bank doesn't get shorted, they'll charge higher interest rates and offer fewer loans. Increased costs of building materials for new homes is another disadvantage. Between the high cost to borrow and the additional cost to build, new construction can be a very difficult investment during inflation. When pockets get tight, travel usually gets cut from the budget pretty quickly. Vacation rentals, locations that are driven by tourism or retirement communities may not fare as well as other forms of real estate investing. Now, inflation can also diminish the purchasing power of retirement accounts. And this is an area I think that applies to a number of you old dogs out there too. When inflation is truly dangerous to the average person is in retirement savings. It can be the slow, silent drain that reduces the purchasing power of retirement dollars. Now, with the the major dips in the stock market recently, I'm sure many of you have felt that hit. Now, while the Federal Reserve believes that a 2% inflation rate is an indicator of a healthy economy as of February 2022, and that was uh, kind of a while back now, it was around 7.9. I believe it's probably closer to 10 or above. You know, let's look at an example, though, at uh, 
money years ago you had placed, let's say, into a 401k or IRA and allocated to stocks from 1999 to 2019, returns in the S&P 500 averaged about 5.9%. That means that today, due to inflation, you would barely break even and should expect a loss after paying taxes. In addition, in years past, inflation in the U.S. has risen to levels above 20%. The higher the rate of inflation, the more purchasing power you lose over time, even as the dollars in your accounts increase. Now, I know a lot of you that are working with financial planners, you know, looking for the long term and hope that you will have a a substantial, you know, portfolio uh, while you're living off of the, you know, the dividends and uh, and the returns that you're getting um, over time. But what some people are seeing right now is a decline in even the um, you know, the earning power of some of those accounts. So how then should you invest in real estate at this time? Now, as a general rule, real estate investments such as rental properties or stock-based investments like real estate investment trusts tend to hold up well in inflationary environments. Property values and rental income both tend to keep up with inflation over time, and the investment vehicles that invest in real estate tend to outperform the market during inflationary periods. For example, in 2021, inflation reached its highest level in 40 years. Now, I think we've already passed that, but anyway, and REITs as a group outperformed the S&P 500 by nearly 13 percentage points. In the modern era, REITs tend to underperform the market when inflation is 2.5 or lower, but handily outperform when inflation is 7% or higher as it is now. So there are three types of real estate investments that can thrive with inflation. And we're getting to those specifics here, but these are categories here. Generally speaking, real estate tends to hold up well against inflation, as I just mentioned. But it's important to realize there are many different subsectors of real estate and not all of the same not all have the same sort of inflation resistance. The real estate investments that tend to perform best in inflationary environments have the following characteristics. Number one, short-term duration. Some types of commercial properties use long-term leases that have small annual rent increases built in, while others are shorter duration and resist to market rates more frequently. Those in the latter category tend to perform better during inflationary periods. Like Airbnbs, for example, uh, short-term leases, you know, you can adjust the your daily rate uh, you know, by the hour if you wanted to. And you can adjust it in terms of uh, demand, inflation, uh, market needs, and so forth. Uh, the second one is pricing power. Inflation-resistant investments typically have the ability to pass price increases along to their customers. As an example, apartment, for uh, you know whether it is a uh, syndication or a REIT or what have you, are an essential type of property because people need to live, right? Which gives landlords the ability to raise rent along with the market. On the other hand, you know, shopping mall REITs uh, or a shopping mall syndication might be less flexible as rapid rent increases could cause some tenants to think twice about keeping their stores open. And the final is resilient 
demand. Shorter lease durations don't help if you can't find enough tenants to fill your properties, right? So it's smart to consider properties that will remain in demand even if prices rise. Think industrial real estate. The surge in e-commerce has created such a need for logistics real estate that industrial REITs, for example, or industrial property purchases or syndications simply can't build properties fast enough. Here are some of the top real estate investment categories for high inflation. Now, I will also include with these uh, pod, uh, with these with these some of the podcasts we've had on those particular subjects if you want to take a deeper dive into that area. First one is sort of the obvious one, residential rentals. And this can be, you know, single family homes or apartments. Um, this is basically owning an actual investment property or having a stake in an investment property. Um, it could be buying residential REITs also, um, investing in multifamily syndications or investing in build to rent funds or other types of real estate uh, rental residential type funds. A residential property values and rent tend to keep up with inflation over time and the essential nature of the properties tends to make them rather resistant uh, to recession and you know keep in mind there are a lot of things that you can adjust uh, while people are staying in your in your uh, home or uh, apartment or room or whatever it is that you're renting out um, it's uh, you, know, you can adjust that. Also, utilities will go up and they will have to pay the utilities based on whatever that increase is. Another uh, area is industrial properties. And we've uh, mentioned this a number of times on this podcast. Industrial tenants tend to sign long-term leases. The demand for this type of property is simply off the charts right now, giving operators excellent pricing power when leasing a hospitality area, it could be hotels, Airbnb, they have the shortest lease durations of any commercial property out there. So they are, have the ability to change their room rates on a daily basis with a combination of high demand for travel as COVID-19 restrictions wind down and the ability to raise prices with inflation. You have an opportunity here to be able to adjust your income based on uh, costs, uh, real costs and inflation. Another area we've talked about on the Old Dogs REI Network podcast is farmland. Now, any commodity-based investments, and commodities can every, include everything from gold to Bitcoin to a, a lot of different areas, but um, I'm talking about those that people are going to use on a regular basis. Um, there's always going to be a strong uh demand in inflationary times because like real estate rentals are strong because people need a place to live commodities especially food commodities remain strong because people also need to eat right so over the past several decades farmland returns have moved in strong correlation with rising prices farmland has historically held a 70% correlation to the CPI and an almost 80% correlation with the producer price index agriculture investments have also had a stronger relationship to inflation indexes than traditional investments. In the past, commodities had a stronger correlation to inflation than U.S. equities, international equities, bonds, real estate, and gold. 
Another top one, self-storage. Another one we've talked quite a bit about. Self-storage is one of the best real estate industries to be invested in during a recession. Self-storage at its core is in the business of distress. Circumstances like divorce, relocation, death, and unemployment, foreclosures, or downsizing are some of the common drivers for people to store their things in a self-storage facility. Most of these are common outcomes regardless of a recession or not. During the Great Recession from 2008 to 2012, the four major publicly traded self-storage REITs at the time were CubeStart, Public Storage, Extra Space Storage, and Life Storage. These companies saw a very short-lived drop in their share price in 2008 before skyrocketing the following three years due to demand. So people got hit and they had to respond to it. And part of that was putting things in storage. These four REITs obliterated the annualized return of the S&P 500 during that same time period. So um, that's just an example. You can also invest in a self-storage facility. You can own one. You could uh, be involved in a syndication. There's a lot of different ways beside REITs that uh, you can also invest in that area. Another, which a lot of people may not think about, are communication and data centers. Now, it might be a little tougher from a real estate standpoint, but think about this. Salary cuts and job losses, among other economic impacts of a recession, often prompt people to curtail their spending when times are hard. This means, and we saw this with the pandemic, this means less time and money spent on extracurricular activities like dining out, going to the movies, or traveling, and instead more time is spent indoors during more, doing more affordable or free activities. One thing that doesn't aid is technological demand. Now, unless you can buy land to lease out to, to this type of infrastructure type business, REITs are a good way to invest in this area. For example, a company like American Tower, I'm not recommending this stock by any means, but, um, or this REIT, you know, it is a REIT, that when it comes for, to recession resilience offers exposure to both the communications and data center industries, which help store and aggregate data and connect people in our technological world. American Tower is the largest REIT in the U.S. by market capitalization with 200 21,000 communication sites across the globe. Now, that's a lot. Now, simply put, it's massive. Communications infrastructure is its main bread and butter with things like the adoption of 5G and its expansion in new markets helping drive its steady growth. But it's also expanded into the data center space in 2021, acquiring the core site data. And that was another REIT. Now, today, about 7% of its revenue comes from data centers, which is small in the scheme of things, but, um, you know, this could see this number continuing to grow as the company further expands its presence in this space. Share prices are down 21% to date, making it a great opportunity to to buy this. Now, again, uh, this is probably about a month old now in terms of um, accuracy, but it's, uh, I'm not recommending the REIT again, um, but I'm just saying that uh, there are ways to invest in this. Now, you you could own the land underneath these towers, you could, um, and you could rent it out, and you could, you know, there's a lot of other ways you can do this besides REITs. Uh, Data centers are are basically industrial, so uh, you can invest in 
industrial or even purchase the um, AU's data center and uh, revamp it and and you know make it a value add play. So there's there's opportunities in that space as well. And the final that I listed is uh, mobile home parks and uh, mobile home parks. You know again that would probably come under residential, but uh, because they specialize in the sort of low income housing, it's a which is going to be in high demand during inflationary times and recessionary times. It makes it especially valuable. Add to that that mobile homes. Um, as an affordable housing source are limited in supply and traditionally outperform well during inflationary and recessionary times. So um, those, those are some of the areas, certainly not all of them. Now, there are multiple REITs representing a lot of these strong inflationary resistant type real estate investments, but there are also other categories too that I didn't even really touch on, like uh, note deed and lien investing, for example, um, and even the the money lending part of things, where people are going to need money to for their businesses, for their homes, for what have you, and uh, whether you're a hard money lender or just a private lender, those are opportunities there that are also uh, again in strong demand during inflationary times. Final note here is a final thought. It's important to approach all of these types of investments as long-term investments. Real estate tends to do quite well over time, regardless of what inflation is doing. All you have to do is remember, you know, that this is this is something you're going to hold on to and hopefully will grow. You know, I didn't even talk about the, you know, just, you know, inflation versus appreciation and uh, anything you're going to hold on to like this um, you know outside of a REIT for example uh, that you actually own the property or are part owner in a property you're going to have the added value of appreciation and then depreciation from the tax side, um, which are going to, again, are inflation fighters. You're fighting against inflation because you're reducing your tax bill. So, so there's, you know, there's strategies in it, but I think buying for the long term is just a smart move. Well, that's it for today. Please note, Old Dog listeners, everything presented here, and there will be some links, as I mentioned, can be accessed in our detailed show notes on the Old Dogs website at olddogsreinetwork.com forward slash blog. And just look for the episode entitled Best Real Estate Investments During Inflationary Times. Well, that's the show for today. Remember, cash flow is king, real estate investing the means. Until next time, Keep moving forward and may God bless. Thank you very much for visiting the Old Dogs REI Network. We would greatly appreciate if you would stop by iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. The more ratings and reviews we receive, the more visible the podcast will be to others. Thank you.